0: Hey there sweeties! welcome back for another episode of Secret Session Podcast. These are your hosts, Noelle
1: and Alice, and today we're going to talk about the song All of the Girls You Loved Before. This is a bold track from Lover, and we really can't believe that we got this song, like officially. (laughs) We have this song, like
0: on Spotify, I can listen to it whenever I want. I know it exists, yeah. and I
1: know the lyrics, and I know the music, and... <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's already in, uh, in my playlist on repeat, yeah. the one that yeah, Spotify makes for you, because I've listened to this song yeah. way too many I mean, times. I've
0: been listening only to this and you know, Safe and Sound and the other new Taylor's versions, and I do not, like, I yeah. still am not tired. <laughs> of playing this song, like, at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just too good. It's too good.
0: I love it. Okay, um, let's talk about this song. Um, so, we've known of the existence of this song since 2019, when Taylor's Inner Circle described the song and the other known vault song, you know, Need, and about all of the girls, because that was the original title, I guess, um it was said that
1: starting out with a catchy drum loop and then keyboard taylor begins by singing about how she and the man she loves that parallel past lives previous relationships they were each in did not go well however the stars aligned and their lives intertwined instead instead of despising the girls that her man dated previously taylor is thankful for them this song more than any other i've heard shows off Taylor's incredible vocal range. The song leaked in February and it was officially
0: released by Taylor on March yeah. 17th to celebrate the start of the era's tour. Which we will need to talk about in time.
1: Yeah, if, yeah. If, if I think about that day... So much has happened. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's crazy. It's, this isn't I'm real. So- But it It is. is. We're so (laughs) happy that it is. Okay. This song was written by Taylor Swift, King, or Jim, and Louis Bell. Okay, we can can. begin with the lyrics. When you think about the late nights, late fights over the phone, wake up in the morning with someone but feeling alone. So, uh, in this first
0: part, Taylor is talking about what
1: Joe would think
0: about, while in the second verse, She's talking about herself. It starts with when I think, the second verse. And this one starts with when you think of all the late nights, late fights. So we have a scene that starts at night and ends in the morning of the day after. These late nights she's talking about could be about having fun, but they could also lead to late fights because we're still, you know, during the nighttime. And she's talked about fighting all the phone a bunch of times. Um, In the song, Me, we have lyrics, and I know I went Psycho on the phone, and then the iconic line from We're never ever getting back together, so he calls me up and he's like, I still love you, and
1: I'm like, we're never getting back together, like ever. (laughs) And the late fights could also mean that these fights came late in the relationship, meaning that they were already ending, and that... He was already useless fighting over or for this relationship. So in the aftermath of these late nights, late fights, he would wake up and feel alone. He spent the whole night fighting and hanging out with someone, but now, even though he's still not physically on his own, he feels lonely and, you know, it's because he still hadn't met his person
0: an allusion to the fact that Joe might have had some serious relationships before meeting Taylor and you know maybe at also at the beginning of their relationship that was we know was probably unconventional <laughs> and kind of messy so this allusion can be found in the song Delicate with the lyrics the girls back home touch you like I do
1: yeah I thought of this because um, from this wake up in the morning with someone but feeling alone. This someone was very yeah. generic to me, so I was like, Is this someone a person he's in a relationship with? He is this a Ooh, random I, girl. I just and thought of
0: so the lyrics I, from the lucky one. The lover in the foyer doesn't even know you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's could oh, be sp- yeah. like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it goes on with the refrain slash second part of the verse. A heart is drawn round your name, in someone's own writing, not mine. We're sneaking out into town, holding hands, just killing time. Your past and mine are parallel lines, stars all aligned, they intertwined. And tell you the way you call me, baby, treat me like a lady. And all that I can say is... And then the chorus.
0: As we said, this is the refrain, and this lyrics could reference the glittery heart drawn around her's eye in the photoshoot for the Lover cover. I love that she has like a a glittery, glittery glittery pink heart on her face after Reputation. you know? I like it, I love it.
1: It was quite a change. It's still so
0: her, you know? It's like she's both, yeah, yeah, of course, she's both lover and Repetition, but it's crazy how she can be both at the same time.
1: I mean I, I think we're seeing that oh at God. the Airstore. Yeah. Like she went from reputation to folklore. She's so I don't know
0: versatile. Vers- versatile? Is that, is that a word? Yeah. No, yeah. so that's insane. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we handed the first verse saying that Joe was lonely, but at the same time he had, had a love story that left him a kind of scar. I think we could read this line close to the one in cardigan, you draw stars around my scars. You know, hearts instead of stars. And when he was younger, he met someone probably who left a mark on his soul, which she refers to as name, and that someone was not Taylor. But the same kind uh, of thing happened to her, because later she will say that all
1: of this experiences she's had with other people made her what she is now and I think that the heart drawn around Joe's name is a reference to the fact that often especially when you're young you tend to, to doodle the name of the person you're in love with inside a heart of her you know surrounded by hearts so here Taylor is saying that At that point of their story, she wasn't the one in love with him, but they were already something. We have a parallel with the song, Tolerated, with the lyrics, Now I'm begging for footnotes in the story of your life, drawing hearts in the byline. Then the the refrain goes on, and we get to know that during probably the same time period, they started seeing each other, and it was a casual thing, because they were sneaking out into town, holding hands, just killing time. And once again, they were sneaking out, and uh, we talked about this when we broke down Cruel Summer and I guess yeah. also Daylight. I didn't check, but I feel like it, so check them out. Cruel um, Summer, I think it's the 4th or 5th episode we did, and Daylight is the 10th. Okay, so it continues this theme of being casually in love with someone when you're young, and they are acting like teenagers. Sneaking out into town, holding hands, and just killing time, just like you would when that heart was drawn around his name. But their love is not casual nor puppy love. It's real and big and deep and mature, but at the same time, they're so in love that, that they act like they're teenagers. And it just reminded me um, I think he knows. Yeah. It's like oh, in yeah. 17, nobody yes. understand. yeah, no it. It. understands. Yeah, no one understands.
0: That w- that's what I was trying to, to say. <laughs>
1: yeah. Even though Sixteenth Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So we have a few parallels. With cruel summer, as where it said, and I sneak out to the garden gate every night. Let summer just still my fade And then delicate dive bar. Sorry, yep. where are you at? And then love story. And I sneak out to the garden to see you. And glitch. We were supposed to be just friends. You don't live in my part of town, but maybe I'll see you out on some weekend, depending on what kind of mood and situationship I'm in and what's in my system. <laughs> Basically the first verse <laughs> of Glitch.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the whole first verse. <laughs> okay, then we have the part about their past and the stars aligned. We have to start with two parallels. The first one is from Mastermind. Once upon a time, the planets and the fates and all the stars aligned, you end up ended up in the same room at the same time. And the second one is from Invisible String. Isn't it just so pretty to think that all along there was an invisible string tying you to me? Yeah, it is so pretty to think. Yeah. On a general note, like in other songs about Joe Taylor is telling us that for her, it was a fateful thing that she met Joe. Um saying that their pasts are parallel lines means that they had similar experiences and um, okay, this is kind of crazy, to think, because Taylor's life is really hectic and has been that way since she was very young, while Joe had a more normal teenage years, given what we know from invisible string, but this doesn't mean that their pasts couldn't have been similar. I mean, we know that despite her Despite being famous and all of that stuff, Taylor always talks about emotions and experiences we yeah. can relate to. So why wouldn't you relate with And you know, they're both the artsy type, Joe is an actor and he was in theater, and I mean, basically what I think they're saying here, it's they've had their heart broken in similar yeah, ways. I want <laughs> to say. Yeah. that
0: two parallel <laughs> they're not supposed to meet like yeah, they're supposed yeah. to go on yeah. side by side but never meet and they did, like it's so miraculous that all the stars aligned and they intertwined that's not something that happens every day, I think that's what she's trying to say and
1: it's the same thing as the dead end streets yeah, exactly. later okay. on I'll talk about that but yeah, yeah you're right I mean, there was that invisible. There was an
0: invisible string.
1: We know she's a mastermind and that she masterminded yeah. everything, but but at at some point of their lives, they met, and that's it. I, I don't believe in destiny, fate, and all that stuff. But I mean, it was a fun coincidence. <laughs> it yeah, was. I think like maybe a good situation. Like, fate
0: intervened. For their first meeting. And then, yeah, she masterminded the situation, but it was still fate that brought them together. Yeah, exactly. So, those past relationships taught him how to treat a woman properly. (laughs) This is so (laughs) crazy to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because I wrote those past relationships in in parentheses, and this one's
0: weird. <laughs> I'm not going to say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, it was weird to yeah, write, but I you understand know, that. it makes sense. It's just <laughs> <laughs> all
0: these past relationships were lessons from which he learned and then he used that knowledge in his relationship with Taylor. <laughs>
1: <Sorry>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get it. So, we have a parallel from king of my heart. And now you, now you try and call me baby like a try on clothes.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then we have the chorus. All of the girls you've loved before made you the one I've fallen for. Every dead end street led you straight to me. Now you're all I need. I'm so thankful for all of the girls you've loved before. Yeah. And I love you more. Yeah, so all those girls made him the person she ended up falling in love with. And um, Okay, let's talk about dead end streets. A dead end street is, by definition, a street that only has one way in and out and it doesn't lead anywhere, but here, the dead end street led him straight to her. It's of course a metaphorical dead end street, because she's talking about, once again, those past relationships that obviously didn't work out and ended, and these relationships made him to change him, as we said before. This made him the person he was when Taylor met him. And there is a parallel from Red. him was like driving a new Maserati down a dead-end street. So they both had these dead-end street relationships in their lives. And these dead-end street relationships actually led them to meet each other and to be in the right space, I think also mentally. Not only physically to be with each other, because I mean, they understood each other. We know that they bonded over over. You, we know music, for example, and yeah, I also think I don't know that if they trying hadn't to say.
0: had these past experiences, they wouldn't yeah. have been right for each other. Let me let me explain this to you. If if they had met when she was 20, 21, they would not have been the same people. For example, we know, of course, we know more about Taylor's past experiences in some way, of course. But from what she's told us, those experiences led her to learn lessons. Lessons which she um, had in mind when she met Joe. And that's how they were capable of not fuck it up, you know? (laughs) that's what she i think that's what she's trying always to say like you have to do some trial before you get to the one and i i think it's right you know
1: i think it's right yeah i mean there are those people who are lucky enough to find their partner early in life and maybe they grow up together and they figure out stuff together but i think the common thing is finding different partners and learning lessons and hoping that those lessons would, will be useful for yeah, the yeah, important exactly. relationship hoping you won't fuck yeah, exactly. it up <laughs> so let's get back to the lyrics
0: now you're all I need so now he's all she needs so they're not just killing time anymore and she expresses this sweet feeling she's grateful for all of the girls he loved before. And I mean, this feeling is rare. And I can't... We cannot recall another song that talks about this. And I mean, usually it's the partner's exes that are painted as monsters, but
1: not here. Of course, they're not monsters. They're just people. They have their flaws, like everyone does. But um, I think that, on the other hand, Joe is a good guy. Okay. You know, I, I know like, what Like it's it's, it's it's not common that you find nice I, I guys like mean. Joe. Sometimes you're like, yeah, you had this relationship and this like just gave you traumas or fucked you up and you're fucking me up. So I'm not thankful for that. Um maybe when <laughs> maybe when you find the right person for you, you're thankful for their past partners because they made that person. I'm trying to go gender <laughs> <Yes>. neutral. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I'm yes, saying. Yeah. And, and also, Taylor is a nice it's both person. Both persons. Like. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, the same can be told about the other side, you know? It, it's not like. I, I, I don't believe that Joe's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where. In relationships with no. shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was. <laughs> about Joe here, okay? <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. I he know. It was in but a different thought... kind of um, situation, I think. Taylor was already famous as 16, you know. it's. I think it's on another level. She didn't yeah. have the same opportunity, love wise, to, you know, experience these relationships in a healthy way. Either way, like, if yeah, she yeah, met someone right.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: quote-unquote normal, I don't think she would have had the same experience as Joe, was still not famous when, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, of course he was famous before he met Taylor, but he was not as famous,
1: you know? Yeah, no. I think his first movie wasn't even our Favorite? Oh,
0: right. No, mate, no, that was not the first.
1: No, it was Billy... Billy Lynn. Billy Lynn okay. or something uh, like that. I think I... It was a, i seen first him first movie. in The Favourite. He was the first Yeah, movie. but The Favourite came out in 2018. I know. Billy Lynn, Uh, okay, it was released in 2016, exactly, November 2016. It was THE November. Oh my god. The <gasps> call it what you want, November. Okay, it was in the circle of, you yeah, yeah, I mean, know, to drama famous school, people, so. but it was, like, yeah. a theater kid. <laughs> a theater kid.
0: Probably. Oh my god, that expands it all. Like, Joe was a theater kid. <laughs> I've
1: never yeah, thought
0: of that. that's it. Okay, now Alice has a deeply
1: hurting parallel. Oh yeah, from the point why she disappeared. Without your past, you could never have arrived so wondrously and brutally by design or some violent exquisite happenstance here. And we talked about this poem in our latest, uh, what do we call it? Special session. We have too many sessions. (laughs) It was like secret session though was the name of the podcast. Uh. (laughs) So yeah, uh, if, you, if you want to cry, just go listen to yeah. that episode. Okay, we have two
0: parallels from the song Paper Wings. The first is, without all the X's, fights and flaws, we wouldn't be standing here so tall. And the second is, kiss me three times because you it your whole life. And I, I mean, I... It's not clear maybe how that is a parallel, but yeah, he waited his whole life to be with her, you know, like he went through different stages in his life, different relationships to end up with Taylor. In spite and because of all these past hurts and loves, she loves him. She loves him even more than all the girls from before. Because while this past love's ended, she wants to teach him how
1: forever feels. She wants to be with him forever. That's sweet. We have the second verse. When I think of all the makeup, fake love out on the town, crying in the bathroom for, for some dude whose name I cannot remember now, secret jokes all alone, no one's home, 16 and wild, we're breaking up, making up, live without saying goodbye. Just know that it's everything that made me. Now I call you baby, that's why you're so amazing.
0: If in the first verse she's talking to Joe, now she's talking about herself, about her own personal experience, which is not that different from his own, as we said. She too had teenage loves and that big experience of heartbreak. She even had a quote unquote fake love. It was so small, in comparison to what she has now that
1: she calls it fake, I guess. Yeah, I think there is, um, we have a similar lyric in one of the songs from Midnight, I guess. Uh, maybe it's no on the beach, you fake it oh till god, you yeah. make it till oh it's god, true. God, yes. Yeah, that's it. Oh my god, I hadn't thought of it. Like, of course, it's not fake. But if you think about that love that she had before, in comparison to the one she has with Joe, that seems like fake love. It's like I think, a whole different thing. Yeah, on I a think whole it's also level. like
0: the um, how do you say that? Like usually, you tr- you say about the one you say it's a true love. So the the contrary is yeah. the fake love, but it's not necessarily fake. It's just not true in comparison to the true yeah. love
1: so yeah, it's a fake love oh I, I think was thinking about what, re- how re- about welcome re- to New she... York I think she... you were talking about welcome to New York yeah I was thinking about like any true love' using oh, yeah. crazy like any real love it's ever changing and it's like that's so not true love. I think those. I Things know. maybe
0: don't really happen in fake loves. Like maybe you think they're happening. You thinking, this is ever changing. This is changing me. This is changing yeah. us. This is changing the world because we're so in love. But it's not really. So, yeah, a true love is ever changing. While the fake love is not, not really.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I have to think about this. You need this two yes. I'll tell you when we break yeah. down, welcome to New York. When we go to New York. Okay, so, yeah, <laughs> I went to say that. It was like, no. then she says, so it's never. Because <laughs> it usually <laughs> yeah, it goes don't. that way.
0: <laughs> so, she's had this big heartbreak in her life that she's referencing here. She cried in the bathroom for some dude whose name she can't even remember now. And we'd say it's quite obviously (laughs) about Jake Gyllenhaal, um, in reference to the lyrics in All Too Well, not weeping in the party bathroom. Some actress asking me what happened you. (laughs) That's what happened to you. And also in the moment I knew, and they're in the bathroom, I try not to fall apart, which is about the same scene.
1: In my mind, this also also connects back to I Forgot That You Existed, which is the first track on Lover. I mean, it's probably not about the same person, but that's the concept. Like, I don't even know what was going on, because I don't care. It's just basically saying, I don't care. And we have a parallel with Ready For It, with the lyrics, Every lover known in comparison is a failure. I forget their names (laughs) now.
0: Um, never be the same now yeah never be the same now and then she talks about those almost puppy loves that you have when you're 16 you know classic situation in which you have the house to yourself and you can act like adults in a relationship but it's more like you know playing and you realize that only when you're older and much less wilder and you understand how both those relationships were when you think about it years later and you wouldn't even say goodbye because it didn't hurt as much as older loves do I guess and all of this is what made her Um, I've read this uh, living without saying goodbye as like leave the relationship but I mean it could also be like leave the house without saying goodbye because you know you're always going to be in that
1: house, that reachable. Mm-hmm. you know? Like, you, you take it for granted. All the people I've ghosted are standing in the room. Oh, from anti-hero. Like, all the people I've ghosted are, are standing in the room.
0: Oh. It's not by like oh, that. as but in but... ghost.
1: I did not think of ghosting. Yeah. But it could work. <laughs> it, it It does work. Like leaving a relationship without saying goodbye. I don't know why It, it I is think ghosting, it, yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, but I, I didn't think it like that, but it, it, I, I think it's
1: more about ghosting. Yeah, I just did <laughs> yeah, but, uh, when you were right. talking.
0: Scratch that. It's about ghosting, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is the exact lyrics? All the people I've ghosted stand there, know. Yeah, and. Okay, so it was right. I, I did that, so.
0: <laughs> so all of this is what made her, what shaped her life, and he accepted and actually cherishes it. He calls her baby, and again, it's about youngish love. It's it's a youngish love there, but actually, it means the world to them both, yeah. and I think it's so sweet.
1: Yeah. Okay. Then we have the bridge. Your mother brought you up loyal and kind. Teenage love taught you there's good and goodbye. Every woman that you knew brought you here. I want to teach you how forever feels like.
0: (gasps) Oh my god. I've just realized (laughs) that feels like is both how forever feels like the girls you loved before, but also how forever feels like, and then, you know, the girls you loved before made you the one I've fallen for. I just realized. (laughs) And she does this a lot in Lover, connecting lyrics that could go both ways, you know? And I love that, I
1: absolutely love that.
0: Like in London Boy, he likes my American smile like a child when our eyes meet.
1: (gasps) Oh, I just realized!
0: Smile, it's also about American <laughs> smile, but also oh, okay. the, he smiles like a child. And she,
1: she does a lot, a bunch of times, I love her, and I love that. That's like a sign of yeah. cleverness. I don't know yeah, it if is. cleverness is a word, but like, you, you have cleverness. to be really clever to... Yeah, you have to be clever to yeah, think, you, think about yeah, all these yeah. things yeah, 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 yeah. and to I'm write cool the like way it. she does. Because seriously, I, I love the trend. Okay. We downloaded TikTok, and I'm like, and what what I feared has happened. Like the reason why I still hadn't downloaded it in like these years. So there's this trend. It's like girls going around. Is this a Taylor Swift lyric or is it from Shakespeare? <laughs> and it's so fun because sometimes they're like, I don't know. Not like I know, but okay. I know because, I mean, we know, but it's so fun because sometimes you're like shocked. I mean, people are shocked. I know what Taylor is capable of, but it's so funny. I mean, so yeah, I this just, trend is like old. Probably it's like I just think
0: old, but, that Taylor could have written Romeo and Juliet, but Shakespeare could never have written love story. <laughs> yeah. It. <laughs> also, Shakespeare could never have written Ivy. Yeah,
1: yeah. That, like, okay, I love yeah, yeah, Shakespeare. Can we talk yeah. about one thing? Willow at the beginning, in, in the, the live version, isn't it like Macbeth vibes? Oh, the witches in the first act. Macbeth.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It it's yeah. witchcraft. What she did in Willow. I don't know. Live and music video. It is.
1: Yeah, it was... I don't know, my mind just went there. It's okay, this was like totally no, out it's of not, topic. never about to-
0: out of topic, it's still about Taylor Swift, you know? <laughs> That's what this podcast is about. Yeah. Okay, um, so we have the bridge. In the bridge, she lists the things that the women in his life have taught him, his mother, I think it's so weird that she mentions his mother in the song. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah,
1: yeah I but it's know. Like... <laughs> I know. It's also
0: so sweet. <laughs> I think it's true. Okay, so his mother, who, you know, is also the first woman every human being connects with first. Um, his mother taught him to be loyal and to be kind. And later, his teenage love taught him that one's first love is passionate and wild and good on some level because it shapes the way you first view love and so it's good when you look back on it after the goodbye and like all these other women taught him something so does Taylor but she doesn't want to teach him either things that would make him better for someone else or how their relationship was good in hindsight she wants to teach him how forever feels. She wants to take him towards forever from the point yeah. up to which the dead end streets rise.
1: And We have a couple of parallels. The first one is from New Year's Day, "You and Me Forevermore," and then we have another one from the Great War with the lyrics, "I, I vow I will always be yours" because we survived so, the Great War. Uh, the Great War. Um, it's the tr- the first trial a relationship
0: goes through like we we all know that you know after Glow the, yeah. the, the Great War they're all about this big fight that maybe happened in the beginning of the relationship and because yeah. they could go through it they survived this first trial and they're so strong because yeah. of that she believes that so
1: yeah my theory in general is that Almost every relationship has this moment and it can go one of two ways. First, you break up. Second, you have a great relationship that goes on and exactly. is strong. And I don't know if this theory is true. I don't think she said it, but I,
0: I remember reading this that she um, wrote Dancing With Our Hands started after she tried to break up with Joe and he said no, so she just wrote that.
1: No. Okay, no. I checked that this thing, because he had said this Okay. in another episode. It was after they had taken a photo mm. of them together for the first time, so they went public maybe. Like, not willingly, but they did. Okay, yeah.
0: So she tried, you know, to as we know, she tried to keep this relationship as private as possible um, especially in the beginning because she didn't want the outside world to ruin it
1: because romance is not that if you no, keep it just exactly.
0: yours <laughs> so she she tried um, to do it yeah. and she kind of failed when those photos um, were out so she, you know, she said I don't even want to go through this again because she's been doing it for like Years, in other relationships, so she just said I think she said, you know, let's get this over with. And he said no, like fuck it. Yeah. And <laughs> I love that he did
1: that because Kendall Owen fight? Yes. Yeah he can. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> this is, is a confirmation I can that he can. It.
1: can I just say that
0: yeah. I love 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 how her voice just goes all the way up in this bridge in this chorus yeah
1: no this is, this is new I guess like it's not common no. in Taylor's songs like yeah especially I think with Midnight's she explored uh, a lot of vocal ra- ranges
0: yeah but what I think that she usually does, but does this for this is not like whole lines she just does down. this as don't blame me you know it's yeah. a single sound that she does high, but here it's the whole chorus. Like, Yeah. She keeps her voice up yeah. for the whole chorus. And that's some amazing stuff, you know? And I don't understand how she scrapped yeah. this song for Lover, because these vocals are just insane. Insane. Yeah, and, and also the lyrics, oh, uh, you maybe, know, like... maybe in are Lover she does this... More than other albums because I just thought of Afterglow and that's a one crazy high vocals song.
1: Oh yeah, lately I'm like getting obsessed with Afterglow. Like every time it comes oh on my shuffle, god. I go oh crazy. Oh my god,
0: Alice, it was about time. And um,
1: what the fuck? I've been saying this for years. Just <laughs> like so. The, okay, I I think I've never said this on the podcast, but I've always wanted to get the um word afterglow tattooed and it was like it was not something related to taylor because it was before lover came out actually before even me i came mean out, so. i think i've
0: heard you talking about the word afterglow
1: for at least 10 years <laughs> oh it, it's I, my whatsapp status status it's like, it's like no it, it's like early march 2019 i was like I love that word, and it's so me,
0: you know. and I wanted to <laughs> and but then I chickened out, and
1: I've never... <laughs> what?
0: You understand? The year the month, you got, upset.
1: you got obsessed with the word? <laughs> yeah, you can check. It's like, there is a date. I, I have an Instagram story yeah, about that word. You, you, you
0: say it about <laughs> two times was... every week, like... <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I know, like I've known you for a long time. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I I I, I think you've you've been obsessed yeah. with that word for a very long time, way longer than 2019.
1: <laughs> I think it was like Probably. in the beginning of high school. Yeah. or maybe it felt longer because the I was of high school, like, we were, like, so we were like, about like, yeah, I want to get a
0: tattoo. They're so cool. We were like, yeah, let's get just get like the infinite sign, something trashy, and then you go with, I love this afterglow word. I would like to get it as a
1: tattoo. <laughs> no, it was fly away, and then it became afterglow. Yeah, but you were just more,
0: you were smarter about tattoo things. Like, <laughs> I was not.
1: I wanted something tragic. Probably, yeah. In high school, maybe, yes. In middle school, like, I'm thankful it's not legal. The moustaches. On on the finger, and you you put it... Oh god, yes. On your upper lip. Oh god. Oh my god, thank god, it's... Oh, yeah. It would have been, like, the biggest regret of your life. So, yeah.
0: I, I, I want oh, to get a tattoo someday And I promised myself that I would get one if I did something If I did achieve something And I did achieve it So maybe I will get that tattoo after all Shock What will it be? You'll find out It's not terror related Because I, I don't think I would be able to pick a lyric to tattoo on my skin but maybe I will someday. Okay, I think we're <laughs> done. Okay, so what are your I don't favorite know. lyrics? Okay, maybe, just maybe, I want to teach you how forever feels like the girl is in love before. Because I love how she connects the bridge and the last
1: chorus. I just love it. What about you? Um, for me, it's every dead and straight, let you straight oh, to me.
0: unexpected. Because
1: I love that. The I thought the I thought you doesn't would say make sense literally, but it does metaphorically.
0: Unexpected, because I thought you would say a heart is drawn around your name. Someone hands writing, not
1: mine. No, I'm obsessed with the dad and street thing, but probably because like red is one of my favorite songs. Okay, uh, that makes sense. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the connection that sends me to the moon. And I like Dead End Streets. I don't know why. I like the... Okay, in the United States, the Dead End Streets signs are so cute. I, I, they're yellow, and I hate yellow, but they're cute. I have photos of I them. Don't know. Okay, the time I know. Okay, because I don't have it so, in my mind right now. I don't know the what's Italian up with The Dead End for Dead
0: End is
1: trash. <laughs> <It's>,
0: <laughs> I don't like it.
1: I'll send it to you,
0: okay. I have a photo. So, guys, let's this, this episode is over, we're done. So, so, let's recap a little bit where you can find us. Yeah. Because we have a bunch of new additions.
1: Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Secret Session Podcast. Yeah, on TikTok at Secret Session Podcast, on Twitter at Secret Session TS. We are on Google Podcast, and if you want to support us, we have a coffee. I think you say
0: like the uh, coffee. Yeah, we coffee, have coffee. doing in our <laughs> coffee, coffee. Uh, you social can medias. buy us a coffee. Thank you. <laughs> and you can find all the links. Yeah, thank you. Both on Instagram and Twitter.
1: Yeah. So if you want to support us in that way. We thank you. You can also support us by giving us a five-star review. It's free. And (laughs) please do it. (laughs) And you, like, give us a smile. Bye!